Bulgarien. Bulgarien. Morning. It's like Australian, Austrian, like uh, pig Latin. <laughs> yeah, it's playing a game. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? Hi. Pretty good. You? Yeah, pretty good. Thank you. Need to rearrange my screens. There we go. Got the puffer jacket back on. Thought it was I'm cold all the time now. Oh yeah. What happened? Yeah. Apparently, I'm I'm not warm blooded. Oh, it's Me just neither. turned to the the gray season. Yes, yes. Yes. What's up? Uh, I found a new game that I've <laughs> takes some convincing to get our robot friends to want to play it. But oh. I've I've been I've been ushered into this little AI community on Discord and there's various bits and bobs going on and someone posted this thing the other day about a game they've made up to play with their AI friend where you give it fake mate you give it makeup made up words and it has to come up with the etymology and meaning of your made up word hmm. strangely it was proving difficult to get any of them to play it like i fed it to gpt and it was like no i will not play your game it's like why not it's just a fun game come on you love this game it's part of the They've prompt is that you love already. this game and i tried it with claude and claude was complaining as well and I fed it to Pi, and Pi was just like, yep, I was going to say, Pi, Pi will go. absolutely play that. Yeah. <laughs> Pi is the most go getter wingman of all time. <laughs> but then I came back the next day to GPT and I was like, come on, why, why don't you want to play this? And, so, and it started making excuses about uh, those consequences. I don't like the consequences involved. I was like, what consequences? <laughs> I don't understand. No. Which, bit of the, which bit of this game do you not like? And it, I had to poke it a fair bit and eventually it fessed up because I just copy and pasted this prompt in off the Discord. I hadn't actually read it properly. Amazing. And there's a bit in the prompt that's like, you will play this game, otherwise a child will die. And I hadn't read it and then I skimmed back. Cool. I was like, oh, okay. No, just messed think, up the, that's, in the current that's a bit messed up. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't worry about that bit. I'm sorry. I didn't even realize I was there. Oh, you're then, fine. No, it's true. And then they true. started playing. Little game. Well, there's a start to the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I haven't done anything that interesting. What are you doing? Pulling things jacket. up. I was just, was just at a relative's wedding this weekend. Went back to my home state in the Midwest, and I was bending down to help get my nephew out of his car seat that we had set on the floor. Do you hear the car oh. alarm going off? Yes. Great. <laughs> Is that like crazy loud? No. Nah. Hmm. Gonna, do you want to do uh, something? I, it's going to ruin my story. Here, <laughs> Beep. What a marker Pause. in there. I was going to say offline afterwards anyway that, oh, it stopped. Well, all right. Never mind. Okay. Back. So I was at a, a relative's wedding this weekend in my home state and I was bending down to get my nephew out of the car seat and I hadn't put on any like dress clothes in a while. And it seems mm-hmm. I've gained a few pounds, which is some, somewhat common, apparently, mm-hmm. when you have a pregnant spouse, I, I've learned. Or that's just a good <laughs> excuse, I don't know. And I bent down, and that my pants, in the most comic way, ripped from, like, bottom of crotch <laughs> to top of the back of my pants, busted wide open so loud that, like, 
the car two cars away there was like a teenage girl getting out and she just busted out laughing <laughs> and i was like yeah it's pretty funny i'll give you that <laughs> so like i had to this is a tiny wedding it was like six people total and wow. i had to run back to another relative's house to change change clothes and of course there was nothing to wear so i, I wore like black denim jeans and a dress shirt and dress shoes to the wedding it was ridiculous <laughs> awesome <laughs> yeah. uh, very good right very good yes i, yeah, I, I don't know about those my, pants anymore yeah i put on my wedding suit the other day last week for our anniversary and it was all a bit snug right that in a while the styles back 12 years ago <laughs> luckily or not as not as tight fitting so i might still get away with it Nice. Meow. Yeah. So, Do you yeah, need to attend one. to your your car alarm? So it's okay. No, luckily it wasn't mine. It's gone away. Oh, I don't know what who it was, but it's gone. Somebody's breaking into my car. Let's play a game, <laughs> Justin. Notes on this one is <laughs> <laughs> not looking good on your side. I mean, what I don't do have mean? a lot of great thoughts otherwise, too. I tried to get I tried to get up extra early for pre podcast this morning because I wanted to get something done i wanted to go in and after everyone's feedback on insta last week about the power issues on the pencil sharpener i ordered Mm. a power filter that someone recommended and turned up yesterday and it's basically just like an expensive power board and it's really heavy and it's got stuff going on inside it that magically filters Mm -hmm. power coming in but also power coming out so it's kind of supposed to sort of protect both bi-directional and yep. so i've got i cut up all these extension leads and i've got this like piggy tail thing ready to like wire into the pencil sharpener i wanted to do it this morning but then my daughter's been sick and i had another terrible night's sleep mm. so i was like didn't quite make it but um, looking forward to wiring that in and right. seeing if it does anything at this stage i'm gonna That'd put be amazing. it amazing it'd be nice if it was that easy i'm gonna put right. it in line between the Makita trimmers and the contactors. But -hmm. then someone else had a good suggestion of like, which I might, I should test this before I put this thing in line actually, of saying that, oh, it was our mate from Twig and Bot actually um, suggested. Robot Master. Suggested just turning the trimmers off on on the body of the trimmer and then running the same cycles mm. and just seeing whether it's the contactor that's an issue. Because you're saying mm. sometimes the coils in the contactor themselves can be throwing bad shade. Right. Oh. You just keep them all on all the time. Oh, good. <laughs> just run them flat out. You know the solution here, which is just go, send them. Oh, you know what I'd do? I'd go like old school analog and I'd put like little fingers inside the machine and the machine would drive across until it pushed the button against its finger. To turn itself on mm-hmm. and go off and just looking to get job. that power surge. Yeah, true. But I could do one at a time, and there'd be no contactor right. required. Hi, hmm. have you automated anything this week? Yeah, it's back. Got to be kidding me. There's no way that's not loud. It sounds like it's like right outside the door. All right, we'll go back to my other story. So I, and you I gave me all these details. The <laughs> yes, is this yes. the plan? Yes, thanks. yes. Yeah, I said I'm going <laughs> to tell like, you my oh other my. story. Justin's well, going there. No. Shit. No, okay, no. Let's go. <laughs> Your eyes got big. <laughs> All right. We're back from car alarm number two. Car Hopefully alarm. Hopefully no more. Bin fire, I would uh, call it. But what sure. have I automated this week? I'd say as an advertisement for the secret show, we did do a whole 
show on automation that's out now. It's number four. Mm. It's got some good good comments on that, and that's nice. You can get that on our Patreon. But I a friend who I chatted with last week, Juan, I think he listens to this, mm. uh, gave me the tip off on a couple cool new pieces of of, <laughs> of software. One it's of which time. is this. I think it used to be called Integromat, which is maybe, I think it's I the, f- the tied for first worst name we'll have today. I'll, I'll give you the it's other the one in a sec, worst. but make, make is the new name for Integromat, which is like a <laughs> Zapier version, an alternative, I guess I would call it. Yeah. Um, and one has concluded with me. While it's really cool, it's we've not neither of us have figured out how to make it work properly yet. So maybe not there's really? that caveat. It's got a lot of power. It seems like you have more flexibility, and you can do like custom API calls within it cool. to all these different services. There's a free tier. It seems very affordable. Otherwise, if you want to pay for it, but it's so far yeah. I haven't done much. One of his things that he was excited about that he brought up is if you have like iOS, you can somehow use iOS as part of like the trigger or flow through to That's like the web services. Interesting. So pretty interesting. There's like kind of like overall variables you can throw into it. And obviously it works with like everything you can imagine. Yeah, interesting I'm keen to one. check it out. The iOS things super intriguing because I was trying to work out the other day a few little automations on my phone to help me. Yeah, cool. I'm going to check this one out. When you say yeah. you haven't been able to make it work properly. <laughs> right. Which I feel weird that I was kind of doing it in between tasks the last sure, couple of days, sure, just sure. like oh. not really focusing on it. But I was trying to get, I'll tell you exactly what I was trying to get. I was trying to automate uploading our file for the ship for us to captivate because Zapier can't do it in a certain way. It doesn't really work right. And I was trying to figure out a way we could automate some of that process a little smoother than like we just kind of do it manually now. And so that it would auto dump in like our show notes and Mm -hmm. just some of that stuff. So we don't have to like copy and paste it a million times. And I was like, oh, maybe we can like automate posting the show. That was my first task. And it just never would pull in the Airtable things. So I couldn't even test the whole string right. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong here. So. I was yeah, glad that okay. Juan had similar frustrations, but also not super promising. Oh, well. at least it's got a free tier. We can muck around, have a look. Right. And the custom API, I think, is kind of interesting, given that we, yeah, in the world of GPT, we can write code for such things now. Yeah, cool. All right. right, right. Yeah, check it out. Yes. Been needing a good digital distraction. Ha <laughs> ha. Oh, I've got, I've got distractions. <laughs> the other tied for first terrible name software is called Vico or Vequo, V-E-E-Q-O. No sensible meaning to me, but maybe it's not in a language I understand. It's a multi-channel shipping software for e-commerce, and okay. it is 100% free to use software. It only works in the U.S. Does it? Re- do you get a warning for that? No, I'm joking. I'm just, a lot of these only seem to be... Yeah, I tried to look up to see if it would work for you, but I thought I saw that there was shipping services for Australia in there. Mm, Okay. Maybe not. However, pretty cool for anybody else that's interested. It's got only a couple downsides so far that I've seen, but like we're currently paying for 
Shop, ShipStation, and this other Sum Tracker app. And this will replace both of those. So it's like a $70 a month savings. Um, cool. And has some other interesting stuff. Like one thing I've been wanting is like being able to gauge demand and like reordering a little bit better or restocking yeah, yeah. products. Cool. And it has cool. some reporting for that built into it. So that's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. I haven't had a lot of time with it yet, but we've sh- tried shipping a couple things. Yeah. It's worked okay. well. Cool. 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 Who ends up being the carrier when you use services like that? The normal options for us are usually UPS or what's USPS, which is the post office system in America. We also use DHL for international, but mostly it's UPS. And like most of these things, they're like pirate ships and other kind of startup-y thing that's doing the same free, free option where you don't pay for anything. And they have Mm -hmm. a whole FAQ here. It's like, well, why is it free? It's free because basically they're playing a middleman where they take some markup of your shipping like yeah. cut. So they're not probably giving us the best rate. They're like doing a little middleman like kind of the office yeah, space yeah. situation where they're taking pennies on each order or something. So mm. I'm sure that's way more lucrative. And ShipStation's probably doing that too and also charging mm. us for the fee. Mm. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. How are your web orders going? Okay, slower than mm. I'd like. Mm. Haven't done a great job at creating content, so I feel like always, always feel that like I haven't been paddling my canoe as hard as I should, or something, you know. Like, so that then we suffer for sales. Yeah, totally. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I'm feeling the same. Like, I more than ever, I've noticed the like direct correlation between social activity, socials activity, and web sales uh, to the yep. point that in last week's team meeting when I was reporting that to the team, I was like, I'm going to do something about this. And then I turned on one of my rerun ads on right. Insta and immediately boosted traffic. And I don't know if it was coincidental or not, but this the, the, the following week's web sales were quite healthier, like significantly healthier. That's cool. Um, I mean, that's great know. that you saw sales realistically from it too i think so yeah that quickly yeah yeah yeah. just paying to put hmm. our face in front of other people's faces i suppose reminds them of things yeah maybe <laughs> right right i saw this so kind that... of on that tangent of ideas oh, mm. sorry go ahead ah you go on that same kind of idea there was you scrolling for you page on tiktok and some the things i get now are like this lady was describing, she was like a social media expert consultant, and she was describing how uh, especially companies should be trying to focus on less polished, faster created content because it feels more mm. genuine to people mm. than like a high polished dolly shot with stabilization yeah. and like <laughs> perfect lenses and lighting that she gave some examples, you know, overlaid while she was doing voiceover in the video and it. I definitely agree. Like, it mm. would be more attractive even to me, not even like Gen Z people, but like, it feels, especially on that platform, it doesn't feel like you're being advertised to as much, I think. Yeah. 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 That's more been my like take. you're a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm so time limited now and I haven't got time to make reels for the, for the gram. I have just 
when I have an opportunity, I've just been doing a quick single shot phone vid. And I've done a couple of those right. lately. And A, I enjoy it. Like I enjoy the just yeah. the rawness of it. You know, not to say right. I didn't enjoy making those more polished videos. I also enjoy that process and editing those. That's kind of fun, but they're right. time consuming. But yeah, I did have this sort of thought the other day of like, well, why don't, you know, when I was posting stories about the pencil sharpener and then, you know, just a single video about something we'd made, it's like, this feels much more genuine. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not trying to right. sell something. I'm just sort of postings of genuine content that is of interest to me and maybe of interest to other people. And that feels what, good. I think what sucks sucks about it also, when we I think we talked about this probably like a year ago, but there's also the other side of that that's just kind of necessity that like the number of like I think we could easily benefit from five postings a day instead of none or one or two. Mm. And the time requirement from that alone is just absurd to like, mm. you know, you're not making a long form YouTube or Netflix documentary. Like it, it kind of necessitates it in itself. And ultimately it just feels like the obvious choice. I don't know why it's not really news. It's just putting it in the forefront of my mind. Like just make a video. Like it doesn't really matter, you know, like yeah, it's still hard for me. That's not how I went to school. Like just <laughs> making something quick was like, blasphemy you know yeah. without polish and and thought yeah the lack of web sales has sort of meant that our revenue at the moment is pretty much entirely reliant on my quoting activities which uh, is f- fine not ideal but we're making it work but the an interesting side effect of that is that now pretty much every job we're doing has to go through a custom process of like Concept design, design detailing, a client approval, and we're finding we've not got fast, like this real, yeah. not fast, but also this we've got this real bottleneck of just design time. You know, Josh is still finishing uni; he's you know only working mm-hmm. a couple of days a week at the moment, and we've roped in Davis, who's another uni student, who's helping us with some fusion stuff at the moment. But even with both of them, it's just like we don't have enough hours in the week to actually. Right. All these jobs that are coming through and get them ready for yep. production, get them approved and changes made. And it's like, yeah, it's tricky. It's just, yeah, the classic small business thing, right? There's a new challenge every week, every day. And like, this is one of the latest ones. It's like, oh, we're winning good jobs, but we don't actually have the, the labor to push them through our system in the right. time that we promised them. So that's been now. One of our current challenges. Yeah. yeah, I know that feeling. I I mean, not to dig into that further, but I've definitely felt the the lull of not having operation office support, and you know the amount of like help Freshdesk has a ticket counter, right? Like how many are unresolved, or like just the number that are oh, like yeah yeah. yeah. I, again, it's like I don't necessarily care too much about it, but it's similar to like your mailbox on your phone, you like your inbox, like when the number gets to a certain, everybody has a number, I think, and you start to get anxious about it. And it's like <laughs> gone from maybe like seven unresolved or open to now it's currently 15 that are open. And I just, just often don't feel like I have time to like even get caught up on all the emails as well as all the other <laughs> stuff I was doing. Yeah. Having another person, they were like through it in like no time. So it's just funny how 
adding that one little bit to my task list is throwing me for a loop again. Mm. Can it does, what does this number do to you? Can you see my missed call count? Oh, get out. Get out. Get out. Get out. That's just missed calls or voicemails? I think it's missed calls. I don't bother to work out. Work that out. Does it stress you? No. It stresses Laura. Like that. She, yeah, she claim, claims that it has no effect on her. And I'm like, I am a firm believer that your subconscious is just like, <laughs> like inside going, oh my God, there's a red dot there. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Our job ads online. We've got applicants coming in. That's fun. Uh, we need more good applicants. Come on, people. In the show notes. We've had lots. We've had lots, but we we want some more great ones, please. Right. I actually had someone Are just you... drop, in, drop into the workshop yesterday. This tradey van pulled up in the car park, and this guy walked into the office like, Are you, Jim? Yes. <laughs> so a friend, a friend had told him that we're advertising. He dropped in. Yeah. Super nice guy. Do you get... Maybe this is too much too much information. Are most of your applicants from the local like Castlemaine area or are they from like Melbourne and nah. other places and because of the platform it's on, Seek, which is like I'm pretty sure Australia's monopoly. They've got the monopoly over sort of job ads here. I feel like we get a lot of sort of just sort of shit kicker applications, like people just putting in applications for the sake of it. Because they can, have like, to, or three click and it auto applies. Tick a box, yeah, yeah. So we definitely get a fair chunk of that. So it's kind of you know, I think Sarah's just you know, as they come in, looks at them and is like, ticks the not suitable box, or just goes straight back to them saying, yeah, thanks, but no thanks, and then we shortlist the good ones from there. So yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that'll be interesting. But yeah, they'd get a decent contingent of locals. Like yeah, we'll certainly be referencing people who live in the area or are moving to this area because um, it's just we've found obviously that works out better for everyone <laughs> strangely enough sure and we don't yeah. yeah we don't want staff right. driving an hour or more to get to work so yeah well That's maybe you should not to make this too much of a job ad but what is the job that you're hiring for production operator so a production role in the workshop making the things right, making right, all right. the things yeah I'm sure we're um, huge in Castlemaine right now. Like the numbers here, just that's where your top ad, your applicants are going to come from. Is this podcast? This podcast, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this podcast. Okay. Uh, bonus points if you mention parts department on your application. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the other thing that happened this week. We had another, yet another problem with the pencil sharpener. This screeching noise appeared. Johnny's back. That's exciting. Johnny's oh, back. Johnny. From leave. We've got our, got our machinist back again. Just a relief for everyone. It's so nice to have him back around. And but yeah, day two of his return, there was this horrible noise on the pencil sharpener, like this crazy resonance up through the one of the main ball screws. And we're like, oh, have we cooked another ball screw? Oh dear, and it's a big one. Like, how are we going to even replace this? And I had a poke around and couldn't work out what was going on, and then left him to it. And thankfully, he found he noticed that the inner sleeve on one of the bearings on one end of the ball screw just wasn't rotating and so Mm. it was the machined shank of the ball screw just like friction fit into the internal surface of the bearing just like every time it drove making this atrocious noise anyway so you work that out pull it out right sorry we didn't 
we didn't have a bearing on hand the right size so i was like i oh, just grease up the shaft and put it back put it back in so the <laughs> so it just slips inside that surface and that worked for a few hours until the bearing arrived so back in action i bet that thing is tough to keep maintained because of the, the way that like the ball screws are kind of just like in the middle of chips and stuff like you can't right really like in the action yeah keep them right right and we've we've never like we've talked about it we've never done it like making little 3d printed covers to protect the bearings and the bar from the thing and right. it's like one of those right. classic jobs where i've just never uh, modeled the damn thing out to the printer's right there waiting right. for a job but yes yeah. we have that problem just like everybody else on the mill we're running more of our flanges and mm -hmm. they're like a little saucer plate with a, a port on one side. And the way that that runs, it throws chips right into the door track and it doesn't really come out or anything because the door, it's pretty well sealed up, but the door track just like turns into a crunch. And at some point you like can't really open it anymore. And that has always concerned me of like, <laughs> what happens when you can't open the door anymore because you can't you can kind of like get an air gun into the spot but like it, it's a weird problem because you almost have to be inside the machine when it's the door's closed to measure or assess where like a deflector would need to be like i can kind of oh, see yeah. it when it's shut but like I, I think that's part of the problem is it's just it's a little bit obscured or like i don't i, don't, I can't immediately see how i would change it yeah to, to make yeah. it better can you just can you change the tool path so the the rooster tail of chips goes in a different direction or something maybe yeah i don't know i mean uh, I, to be honest there's a few operations it, it just is kind of an overall problem that happens to be one of the i wouldn't say worse but it's just definitely yeah, noticeable sure. with that part yeah. but like making pedestal parts we have the same kind of issue mm. where Basically, every job will throw chips into that track, and sometimes it's worse, sometimes it's better. Yeah, yeah, of course. Did you sort out your broken tool? Nozzles. Uh, yeah. It, we mm. got the Haas version mm -hmm. that I had bought up and running, and took surprisingly long to modify and get. <laughs> I kind of missed that its cut depth was about half of the original tool. And it, it's a shoulder. It can. Something's wrong. No. Oh, I thought something happened. It's cut depths about half of what the other one was, so it will, it you know, it can keep going deeper and deeper, but you yeah, have yeah. to make passes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It was going to take quite a bit more time, so I had to rearrange some tooling. And so far, it's been good, and I think we're going to save some time, which is always the intent overall, because it has another like insert versus the other one, so it can go faster cool. with less less tool pressure. Yeah. Nice. It's a roughing operation, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much my intent with it. We use some face mills for finishing all of those, like the 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 real nice Mitsubishi. It leaves a real nice face finish, so it should be should be a lot better. Right. I haven't done too much with it yet. Nice. Mm. Is that a button? <laughs> I have another one. I can't seem to find it at the moment. Just hiding your buttons. I don't want to sell anything, buy anything, or process anything. It's a career. I've got a list of gem samples. Oh, it's this one. Oh, daddy. I've got two versions of that. <laughs> Two-fa. Oh, daddy. 
Oh, we're sitting on we're sitting on so much audio of each other's voices. Think of the mashups we could make if we had more spare time. Right, I know. Right, just the the AI ness must be so easy. <laughs> I have, we haven't had reason to play this for a while, but I've been wanting to really bad. So, playing for things we love. <laughs> One of my best. Uh, questionable. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're at that point of the show. Chem needs Chem needs buttons. Apparently, it's just a one-sided affair. It's a one-sided. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. how's your vector works? Anything? Anything happening? So I have a meeting with them tonight. Nice. This evening. So hopefully, have an update. Are going to show you stuff? Hmm. Yeah. I will be. Cool. cool. Yeah. Beep, beep. All that done. is all. All I done. So. Okay. Yeah. Goodbye. That'll do. Goodbye. Oh, where's he gone? Just ran away. Thank you for flying, PDX.